I like it though. All right, guys, we're live from the Southwest Automated Security Studio tonight. Let the Southwest be your one stop shop for data automation you access. This producer's not going to know when the thing starts. Good. Let him work for his money. We're paying way too much, anyways. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll probably use that for the pre intro. Episode 48. Cannon Johnson and Dan Blanc are just two guys who love the fencing industry and are here to help you grow your company and find solutions to your business challenges. You're listening to My Fence Life. Powered by Southwest Automated Security. So buckle up and hold on tight as they take you on this ride called My Fence Life. What is up, Fence fam? Hey, guys, the date is Wednesday, August 24th. And as always, we're a few minutes late, guys. The time is 6.38 Central Daylight Time. And we have another episode of MFLQA tonight. And we've actually thought about doing a different kind of branded um, episode. And we want to call this MFLQA slash Cruising the Groups. And that's where Dan and I kind of randomly cruise around the Facebook groups and bring you some of the headlines from... Defense industry only page, defense professionals page, you know, the pages. So, um, back we'll pages. the back pages of the back pages of the fencing community on Facebook. So, we'll see how that kind of goes tonight. Uh, hey guys, my name is uh, Cannon Johnson. I'm with Jackson Fence Company down here in Medina, Tennessee, good old Western Tennessee. And this is my good old buddy, old pal. He's down there in the swampy butt region of the South. Dear Jesus. His name is Dan Blount. They call him the Fence King down in Amandaville, Louisiana. And this is our show, My Fence Life Live. Everybody here, everybody here. Let's get into it. Get started. Get started. Get started. Ooh, all right, guys. So, hey, look here. We are from the. Coming to you live from the Southwest Automated Security Studio. Let Southwest be your one-stop shop for gate automation, access control, video surveillance, and hardware. With 19 locations and a huge inventory, Southwest can get the products that you need to your door fast. So visit southwestautomated.com. And guys, I am so proud to announce we have a badass episode ready for you tonight. Thank you to D&D Technologies for making the badass hinge and allowing us... Free range of using your word, badass. So we, we appreciate say, that. We get to say ass a lot. Now. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, Dan, we got some folks joining in with us tonight. We got Joseph Rivers, always number one to the comment box below. So what's up, Joseph Rivers? Uh, John Waithy here to kick some ass tonight. Susan K. Worley saying, hey, y'all. Uh, we got Tim McCoy saying, what's up? Hey, what's up, Tim McCoy? Uh, Tim, I don't recognize your name so much, so... uh do me a favor. Let us know where you're from. Uh, interested in that. Daniel Anderman is here wanting to know if Susan is here. And uh, yes, Daniel, Susan is there. So Susan, Daniel, Daniel, Susan. Yeah, Daniel, creeper. <laughs> <laughs> we got Ron Alfers here tonight uh, saying, hey, guys. Hey, what's up, Ron? Welcome to the show. Welcome to the party. This is just another Wednesday night episode of My Fence Life Live. And Dan? 
Are you, are you sharing the show yet? Is it working? I'm slacking, bro. Is it working, though? Facebook did an update, and now I have to like go to every group and share to every group. <laughs> maybe we could get somebody, maybe Susan Worley. Hey, Susan K. Worley. You could be like the sharer every week. That's what I was going to say. Hey, guys, look, if you're here with us, I think Joseph Rivers should, should take that spot of helping us share the show. Cause he's always the first one to hear anyways. Uh, and he never has an audio problem. It's always us trying to figure out the audio problem last minute. Never anybody else. Okay. So whew, anyways, Hey guys, look, if you're, um, if, if you're a regular follower, I want you to know that we appreciate you. We appreciate you being here. Um, thank you for listening and, and supporting the show. If you like what we're doing, if you're learning anything at all, if you just think we're goofy and kind of funny, uh, Hey, do us a favor, man, and share the show. Uh, go go over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify Podcasts, whichever one you have. I know you've got one of them. Um, go ahead and, and, and download the show and leave us a review if that's possible, if you don't mind. Uh, and again, share the show. Um, so the way this works, we do a Wednesday night live every every week. Uh, this show will be live only for the time that we're doing it. And then we remove it from Facebook. Uh, the audio content from this show will then be published to the podcast platforms Thursday morning, usually by 6 a.m. So uh, for most of you, depending on where you are, you'll be able to listen to the show on your drive into work. Now, I say 6 a.m., and the guy that has to do all this stuff always says, hey, man, don't don't box me into a certain time, all right? So if it's not 6 a.m., uh, it is what it is, but we're going to try to get it out there as soon as possible for you to listen to. And if it doesn't make it to your drive to work, turn it on while you're building the fence. You'll enjoy it that way as well. Yeah. Uh, and then secondly, uh, we follow up on these episodes every Saturday. Um, Saturday morning, there's another podcast that that come out available in the My Fence Life. Um, hey, we got a good one this Saturday, man. That's right. It is part two of the Dan Wheeler, Dan Wheeler saga. Dan Wheeler and I did a deep dive into my PLs, and he got a little more specific. And uh, yeah, we did a part two, man. We stopped halfway through and said, "Hey, we're going to do the other part of this on Saturday." So, heck yeah! Uh, the good news, Dan, too. I think. I think you've got Joseph and Susan both fighting for that share spot. So um, I think y'all both should share. It. <laughs> we may have got rid of that job, so that's good. Um, and then Monday morning, guys, uh, there's always another episode that, that that is available podcast only. So you've got to have Apple or Spotify. And if you if you download the show and, and follow the show, uh, your phone will tell you every time there's a new episode available to listen to. So do us a solid. Uh, go check that out for us. And uh, Dan, let's start with you, man. How was your uh, How's your day? What's going Dude, on? My day was good, man. My boy Ron came by and he's like, "Hey, I gotta come by." And I'm like, "Bro, don't be doing this right before the show. You get me all worried, you know." Doing what? Like, right no, before the no, show. Good news, man. Huh? Doing what? Right before the show. Just coming in and looking. You know, we're like deep diving into my P and Ls and mm. expenses and production and numbers and and uh he's like no man it's good news so uh yeah we're having fence king is having our third largest month as a company so whatever we're doing is working bruh oh that's good man it's real good yeah yeah benji mckinney here with clever fox online hey benji thank you for always being here tonight or on these wednesday nights uh oh you want me to talk about ozark fence hey guys listen it's official as of right now, uh, Ozark, was it, ozfence.store. Yeah. So here's the deal. We're, we are here to help you with your fence company, and sometimes that means saving you money, okay? So if you visit ozfence.store and you type in the, the code at the, at the checkout, 
uh, area, whatever that's called. Uh, yeah. You type in MFL15, you'll get 15% off of your order from ozfence.store. So thank you, Joe, for allowing us to have that code. I hope you never take it away from us because I truly like paying less than everybody else for the stuff I need anyways. So Me too. thank you, Joe. Uh, also, thank you to Expert Stain and Seal. Right there, uh, Dan has. I don't know, Dan, how you have so many buckets. I've got one. How do you have three? I need some more buckets. I need to place another order. Evidently, That's because Fence King is staining fences now, bro. Hell yeah, bro! With the best product yeah. on the market, you got stain, man. Um, hey, Tim McCoy says he has his nine-year-old son watching. So that just keep that in mind. Uh, that's not good, Tim. <laughs> this, this is iced tea, and I don't even have a water. Hey, man, speaking of water, can I want to. I want to tell you something. Uh, so 75 hard. We need to talk about this. Yeah, how far along? We yeah, hadn't talked about it in a while. Center in the face and yeah. So uh, you're walking a lot. I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> so look, uh, probably three months ago, Matt Warner was here, and that's the very first time I'd ever heard of 75 hard. You remember that episode when he came on and he was telling us about he was doing it. Rachel was yeah. doing it. Several other people were doing some fitness. Um, and I do have to admit, when you said you were going to do it, I really thought you were going to end up doing the 75 soft. No, I know, right? Yeah. So, so guys, I, I have been on a water-only type diet for 74 days. Tomorrow is day 75, Dan. Thursday is day 75. We're going to complete this freaking challenge. I am 21 pounds lighter than I was 74 days ago. I've not had a sip of alcohol in all of those days. Um, I feel really good. Um, there's been a lot of lot of walking. Dan and I have freaking like uh, a weekly meeting, uh, it seems like, or daily. Hell, every time I call him, he's like, you walking? I'm like, yes, I'm walking. <laughs> so it kind of affords me time. Like, what else are you going to do when you walk? So I listen to podcasts and I talk to Dan. Um, so, but look, I, I just want to brag, man, and say, hey, I'm here. I'm at the, I'm at the brink of finishing this. Um, and, and, and for those of you that don't know what the 75 hard challenge is, I'm not the best at this. I am not the best at this at all. But here's the deal. You have to, uh, you have to, you have to choose a diet, any diet that you want to choose. I chose a low carb diet. So I've had very, I've had, I haven't had a cheeseburger in 74 days. I've had very little like bread. Uh, no pastas. Uh, I think I ate one baked potato somewhere along the way, and that felt really good. Uh, I haven't had a cheeseburger in like four days. Really? Wow, good job, Dan. <laughs> you know, I actually ate three three burgers yesterday with no buns at all, just burger. And I, I've kind of gotten to where I like it. Um, but anyways, that's the diet I chose was a, was a low-carb diet. And I will say, if if you cheat or slip or mess up, you're supposed to start over. Well, I'm going to be honest with everybody. Um and Ryan Sloop knows this about me. So I was at Ryan's place, uh, I don't know, three weeks ago, four weeks ago now. I cheated one time in this whole entire diet. I didn't start over there. I'm not starting over. That's where I'm at with it. I ate. I did. I, I did. I did it. I ate a, a little bowl, real small bowl of peach ice cream. Mm. It was, it was homemade too, bro. Like it was so hard to turn down. I just said, "All right, I'm doing it." Hell remember with it. that time I was going through uh, uh, Chick Fil A, Chick Fil A, Chick Fil A. Yeah, like, bro, gotta get the peach, <laughs> the peach shake. And I'm like, uh, and, and make sure you tell them thank you. I want, I want to hear this. I want to hear this. I ordered the peach shake, and as I'm like pulling around the drive through on Chick Fil A, I'm like, "So man, is that good?" And you're like, "I don't know. I just hear it on the radio." <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, so so Dan was uh, he got one, and you said it was pretty good, right? 
It wasn't bad. The peach, the the the, the handcrafted peach milkshake at, at, at Chick-fil-A. And I can't wait to have one Friday. I'm going to get one, too, just so you know. Uh, so I'm talking to Dan. He's going through his drive through. I'm like, hey, man, tell her, tell her thank you. Tell her thank you. Tell her thank you. I just wanted to hear that. My pleasure. And he was like, you botched that, bro. You were like, hey, my friend's on the phone here. He wants me to tell you thank you. <laughs> oh, my pleasure. Like, no, bro, just tell her thank you. <laughs> you made it so weird. Um, all right, so yeah, 75 hard. That's, that's wrapping up uh, at midnight tomorrow. I cannot wait uh, to be done with that. Oh, I, did, I never finished. It's no drinking. What do you got there, Dan? Reviews. Oh, we get reviews. all right, we'll get there. All right, so look, there's no drinking, 75 days. You got to work out twice a day, 45 minutes each time. At least one has to be outside. I've done almost all of mine outside. Um, you got to have a diet uh, and get like a progress photo every single day. And so uh, I'm just excited, y'all. So if you if you want to lose some weight and, and feel better, like 75 hard, I would say is the way to go. There's zero tolerance. You can't mess it up uh, and you'll lose weight. So anyways, that's my that's my plug. That's my that's my pat on the back for the night. Uh, These people in the comments, man. James, uh, sorry, bro. We re-mailed out your sign. Uh, he sent his sign back to me, man. Said it was the wrong address. I saw that. He was like, you might know this guy. I was like, damn, his name is James Blaisdell. <laughs> Realgoodstain.com. Uh, yeah, I saw that. So uh, did you get it fixed? Yeah, I got it. I mean, it was the right address, apparently. I don't know why they didn't do it. But James is in here. You see who else is right below James in the comments, right? I don't see anything. I see oh Terry Terry Battle yeah. Jr. Heck yeah. What's up, Terry? Terry, 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 Terry? Bang up, Terry. What did it refer, Terry? What did it refer? Oh Lord. Lord. You know, we've almost got- we've almost overdone that. It's about yeah. time to change it. We can change it to something else. Yeah. We got Shane too. I got I got I got one for Shane. Oh my god. We go ahead. Anyway, let's read reviews, man. Apple Podcast. This was by Brooklyn Raj. Dan and Cannon are very engaging and always bring on interesting guests. Love tuning into these guys live, especially listening to their Ask Me About My Day episodes. Wow. Nice. Yeah, dude. We've been getting a bunch of reviews. Um, Kay Humphrey, when I listen to the podcast, I always try to find a show with three greats. Great content, great guest, great host. My fence life checks all three boxes. Four boxes, really. There's two of us. And have fun. This is a show for you. Nice. Thanks, Kay Humphrey. I like that. I like it, too. Okay. You did a good job, too. Thanks. Thank you, Kay. Yeah. Leave reviews, guys. It helps us get a, get get above uh, that uh, Picket Fence podcast about the lady who uh, does gardening. I've seen that. Yeah. yeah, you type in fence, and it's her, and it's like, Where's my fence life? Yeah, blah. She's got like 8,000 reviews, so we're trying to get 8,000 reviews so we can beat her. You know? So what else so you got up, going man? on, man? Oh, I'm not, we're just fencing over here, building, selling, selling the hell out of some fences, building the hell out of some fences, losing a little weight, uh, trying, well, to, trying month, to keep my sanity. This month, Fence King is, uh, we're doing badass. Come on, Ali I like it. I like it. Badass, baby. Thank you, D&D. <laughs> Anyway, uh, yeah, man. So um, let's do a QA. and a All right, Daniel, I think you know what that sound is. I do. We got breaking news coming our way, baby. 
Thank you, Job Nimbus, for bringing us this breaking news segment. Uh, Job Nimbus, just so everybody's very clear about this, and there's no contest here, is the best contractor software, period. If you want to be more efficient, if you want to be more prepared, if you want to be more productive, you really want Job Nimbus. So that's my spiel. So, Dan, here is the news for tonight. This is crazy. Can't wait. All right. Is it good? Oh, is it's, it good? Are you sitting down? Always. Cool. So, look here. Uh, I mean, I meant to copy this. Oh, here we go. I got the link. Because the other day, Jeff, as he is, was on it, fact-checking me. Um, and dropped the link in the comments. I'm dropping the link right now. Okay. There you go. John Waithe, you ready, brother? Hey, man, I I see John Waithey on here. But he saw what I did on Facebook. He was like, uh, send me a fence sign. And I'm like, I'm sending one. Because if I don't, you're going to kick my ass. That's right. And put him in jail. That's right. All right, guys. So look, with virtual fencing, with virtual fencing, ranchers can now herd their cattle from a computer. Yes. Herding cattle with a computer program. Using GPS collars and solar-powered towers, Washington State's first virtual fence keeps cattle pinned but lets other wildlife wander free. All right, so this is going on in Washington State right now. There's a company called Vance, V-A-N-C-E. You see what they did there, fence with a V? Mm, I don't know how I feel about that. They're creating this this program, this this this. Uh, I guess you would call it hardware and software, but it's allowing people to manage their herd uh, from their computer with no fence. Okay, so here we go. From their home in in Okanogan County, Mike and Joy Wilson inspected the dozens of black cow icons from their computer screen. It was Thursday afternoon in July, and every several minutes, they watched as the icons jumped a centimeter or two within bright yellow lines across the satellite map. Uh, Around the cows were water tap icons and scattering of long white lines that indicated roadways. This is kind of, this is cool. Just... So Joey Wilson, he noticed that one of the cows on the screen had turned red. Uh, That means we're not getting the messages that we should from that cow. Uh, So she zoomed in on that animal, uh, and that animal was known as cow 151. She moved her cursor to the edit button, and after a few clicks, had turned the cow to yellow, meaning it was back in the transmitting mode. Okay, so here's the deal. This is not some type of strangely specific video game. Uh, for more than two months, this map has provided the couple with nearly real-time accounts of the location of all 275 cows across thousands of acres, about 40 miles from their home. So <clears throat> they go on to say that this is the most wildlife-friendly fence uh, you can have, and it's no fence at all. It's literally a virtual um, grid. And what they're doing, Dan, is they're, they're putting collars, GPS-embedded collars on these cattle and, and I suppose these these collars have like a shocking device, like you see on the dog, uh, the dog mm-hmm. brand invisible fence. Okay, um, where this is different, uh, this is different because it works on like you know I think it said three to four thousand acres at a time. And so what wow. they're doing is they're putting these 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 towers in. These towers are generally seven foot tall. It says they're solar powered towers that that emit this signal. Okay, and from the from their computer from their desktop the farmers are literally moving these yellow lines uh just like on a my salesman um thing uh-huh. they move these yellow lines around and they can literally push the herd where they want to and reformat the fence uh without ever getting up without ever driving out nothing so 
this company is called, it's, I, I said it wrong, Vence, V-E-N-C-E. Uh, and they're off, they, this is the only company that offers this product for livestock in the U.S. Uh, so anyways, check that out, guys. Vince, V-E-N-C-E. I can definitely see this being a thing. I've got my own concerns about keeping cattle in with a collar, you know. Um, that sounds a little bit risky to me, but the fact that you don't have to build a fence, uh, that's a little bit of a competition to all of us. Uh, and also the fact that we're not, you know, hindering the, the movement of other wildlife such as deer, um, turkey, bison, whatever is in the territory. They can now just pass freely on through these areas that are, that are otherwise reserved for cattle. So I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, I think that's pretty uh, crazy, bro. <laughs> Josh Glover says, "Yeah, we need some of that for chain link now." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. What do you think about that, Dano? I think it's pretty insane, man. But I like it. But I don't like it. I mean, what does that do for our? Brothers over in the ag industry, right? Well, they become software engineers. You yeah. Know? Yeah, they start uh, selling um, cow collars. Their jeans get a little tighter. <laughs> you know what I mean? They just have to change a little bit. Put some Converse's yeah. on. Yeah. Dylan like, said Ryan Sloop needed this yesterday. <laughs> I seen those cows he was moving. So everything is moving digital, okay? And so, so why do we think that the fence fencing would not also move into a digital format. You know, everything's metaverse related. Everything's uh, imaginary now. So imagine like somebody calling you up and you can hit some buttons on your computer and download a fence on their farm to keep their cattle in. Is that crazy or what? Yeah, that's nuts. <clears throat> it's almost like the pet fence, right? For mm -hmm. your dog. Mm -hmm. Basically, it's for a cow. So why can't you do it? I like how it's solar powered. Pretty sweet. Yeah, I guess change with the times, right? That's right. Yeah. Dude, they're having a whole conversation in the comments right now about brochures. <laughs> yeah. Josh wants to know if we can do a fence like that for kids, put a collar around their neck and uh, keep them from leaving your yard. Man. I don't know. Yeah, it sounds bad, but I, I know a guy that said, man, look, if you just cut their, their paws and feet off, they won't get out no more. <laughs> oh man anyway uh dude we're gonna do a deep dive or, or cruising the facebook groups what, what are we doing what, yeah what man it's an mflqa with a little bit of a hint of cruising the groups because a lot of the questions that we're gonna have tonight dan have come directly from the facebook groups um so i think it's only fair to give those those groups some credit uh and so the questions that we're gonna have tonight guys have come specifically from two different uh Facebook fence groups, that is the Fence Professionals Network, and that is the Fence Industry Only. Uh, we are proud supporters of both the groups, and we're both strongly involved with both groups. So uh, I like both, okay? I like both. Sorry. That's how I feel about it. You playing favorites? I like both. Well, All right. What's the first question, man? So this is, this is I think somebody might have, I don't know. what This is this one's from Kenny Dugan. That's who it was. Kenny Dugan asked this question the other day. All right. Ooh, this is a deep one. This is I like this question a lot. Now, there's going to be some names, Dan, that you and I don't know, okay? So we may not do this one justice, but let's talk about it. We got four names to choose, okay? All right. Who would we put on our industry Mount Rushmore? If we had a Mount Rushmore fence, that's four people. Ooh. Who are we putting on this together? 
I don't know, man. There's some guys out there that we don't even know that I just learned their names recently. Huh. Name one. Like, name a gut instinct. Like, yeah, they, they got to be on there. Um, I'm trying to remember the guy's name. Sean King. Sean King has to be on there. His last name was Seeger. Oh, from Seeger's Fence. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'm Bob, not Bob Seeger. Something like that. That's no, not Bob Seeger. That's a damn. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it might be Bob Seeger, uh, though. I don't know, man. I can search my Google Docs real quick, though, because I know he's in there. Bob Seeger, isn't that like an artist? Like a uh, Bob, you know, you know, yeah, that is. You know, any Bob Seeger? That's definitely something people say. It is, man, but I, I don't remember. All right, so 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 if you don't remember, you can't put him on there. So so who and, who, and Seegers. Ben Seegers, yeah. Do you even know it? Do you, do you know the guy? If you don't know him, you can't put him on there. How about that? Uh, I don't know him, but I just heard about him, and I'm like, when did you hear about him? That dude's killing it. When did you hear about him? Uh, last Friday in a Zoom meeting. That's top secret. I'm putting all my homies on this on this Joker. <laughs> well, I can name all those guys. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so look here. I, Sean King has got to have a damn spot. This Joker is everywhere. There's no ifs and or buts. He's like the Washington Monument himself. All right, so we got, but we got to get Sean a spot on the damn uh, on the Mount Rushmore. Well, what's nice about having Sean on there is real, real easy to do his uh, his Mount Rushmore. It's just a smooth. It's you got to no find area. a little marble, marble, marble yeah. area in the mountain and just kind of smooth part of polish it up real good. Uh, man, Joseph Rivers is saying uh, Victor Vasquez, and I'm 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 like, you know what? How many people are on Mount Rushmore? Four, bro. Are you even listening to what I'm saying? Four. One, two, three, four. There's only four. There's always been four. Yes. I'm not too good with history. We can tell. Geography. We can tell. Yeah. All right, so look here's here's my four. Since 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 Dan is uh, stumbling over <laughs> over history here uh, and geography, Sean King, uh, he's on to the far left. I think it's only fitting that we put Victor on the far right of this. Um, <laughs> yeah, we got to separate those two guys. I would like to put uh, Zach Payton in there, and I'd also like to put Matt Warner on there. Those are my four. That's my Mount Rushmore. Since you want to put Bob Seeger on there, <laughs> I don't think that works, bro. Oh, Bob, it's Ben. It's Ben. I don't know the cat, but uh, yeah, here um, I'm going to learn who he is. Um, so, Sean, Sean, all right, so Mount Rushmore, let me type this out so nobody ever forgets this. If this thing ever comes to, to, to fruition, Mount Rushmore would be, uh, I'd, I'd definitely have Matt on there. Um, I'd have. Uh, In what order? I don't know, man. Is this about who's affected the industry or who would just freaking beast in the industry? Why Why are the four faces? Who's on the Mount Rushmore? Who's Who's on the real Mount Rushmore? Answer that one. Um, and why are they on there? You don't um, know. You don't know, do you? So it doesn't really matter why they're on there. Just name I them. I know they're presidents. Right? It doesn't. What, whatever it means, whatever that looks like to you. You might want to put, you want to put Joe Everson, Dan Wheeler on there, don't you? No, I don't. We can only put Joe if we were doing this. The Mount Rushmore was in like Arizona. Damn, Susan said Brian Fredrickson. I like that idea too. Yeah, I like I like that. Man. Damn, Tony Thornton. Oh my god, there's too many. This ain't fair. Yeah. I don't want to play this game yeah, you no more. Can't do four, man. I said Sean King, Matt, 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 uh, Matt Warner, Zach Payton. Oh man, who's that guy that used to be the CEO of uh, of um, 
of Ameristar. I heard him talk at Tony's thing. That cat, man. Um, That's too many, man. That's too many. Dude, it's too many. I can't. I would definitely not have Dan Wheeler on there. I just want to say that for the record. But having uh, Tony Thornton, like he's 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 already the Richard Petty of of Fence. So yeah. And then and then um, somebody else has said Brian Fredrickson. Like Brian's well in his way. Dude, have you met this cat Barry Willingham? Mm-mm, no. He used to be the CEO, I think, of Ameristar. Oh, Kenny Dugan said you make the mountain as big as we want. <laughs> Put them all on there then. Shit. Hell with it. Yeah, man. Look, Barry Willingham, that cat there is something, man. I heard him talk at Tony's thing, and I was like, whoa. Yeah. Even Matt Warner was like, uh, you just said everything I was going to say and more, so I don't even know what I'm going to say. Oh, Josh Glover says pick the four that have made the biggest impact on your companies. Shit, Josh. Okay. Ooh. Well, Josh is now – Josh has just moved into my damn Mount Rushmore. That's the case. Oh, uh, that's why he said that. He wanted to be up there. I know what you did there, Joshua. Josh made a huge impact on my company. But Josh and Sean and um, – I, I tell you what, man. He's not a fence guy, but he's changed my business. I'd have to put uh, I'd have to put Benji up there, man. Oh wow! Look at Benji getting up on. <laughs> but look, I'm just saying, I'm putting him up there because you're saying who's done what for your business. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, dude, he's transformed my business, man. I'd have to have him up there. Well, I'm putting yeah. Brandon Emerson on there then. Charge <laughs> left loads me to do this. <laughs> Josh says you better have true, a lot of rock man I feel you Josh I feel you it's true I'm hoping to go see Josh next month by the way to do some of this a little fishing hey, yeah I saw that boat I saw that truck pulling the boat <clears throat> and I saw people fishing on it and I was not on the boat fishing so and I haven't gotten an invite so I'm a little concerned about that invite yourself dog that's what I did <laughs> <laughs> for real. What else we got, man? All right, so all right, so so Kinsley, uh, Kinsley, I B I B E A W U C H I. I have no idea. I I B Wuchi. Uh, Kinsley says, "Hey, any recommendations to inventory management software that would also handle invoicing for materials?" Uh, there, there, there was two answers on this on the Facebook uh, groups that I saw this question on. Uh, the first answer was Lightspeed. Uh, the second answer was QuickBooks. We are currently a QuickBooks company, but we also have Lightspeed, and so Lightspeed, and so we're setting that up. And so, um, the the whole gist of it: uh, any recommendations to inventory management software that also handles invoicing for materials? Uh, QuickBooks would do it for anybody. Uh, it's just kind of messy and junky and. Uh, cumbersome and clunky and all that stuff. So we've got this new light speed thing, Dan, and I'm really, I'm really so far, um, I'm excited by it. I don't even know how to log into it though. Uh, <laughs> well, but, Kinsley, I think you need to go listen to our episode number 39. That's right. I like that. About inventory management. Yep. Uh, Josh Glover, he, uh, he's on that show, did a great job with it. Yep. A lot of great information, man. Yep. So, so, 39. so, so I'm going to point towards like speed. I'm not there yet, but we've got the stuff. We got these little clicker, clickers in our hand that come in and we just like, you can run around. We got to print these barcodes and you run around and you click shit with them, you know, and that's how you, that's how you do your, uh, 
if you if you're billing out an invoice or creating a work order, like you just go out there and just click, 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 click. <laughs> and I'm really excited about it. It's on an iPad too, so you get this little thing on an iPad. You go out there, click. He's typing 17 of these. Click 24 of those. Click. So, but we're getting it set up. But yeah, I think um, all the cool kids. Yeah, all the core kids are using Lightspeed. So there's a, there's a huge already support group within the fence community. So I would say don't try to reinvent the all wheel. The cool kids. Just don't all do the it. cool kids. Jeez. All right. What else we got here? Uh, uh, how do you find a mentor to help you not make as many mistakes in, the, in, in your business? Mm, that's a good one, I man. Know, I don't know who asked that question. I don't remember. You know what I've found about mentors? What did you find? One, um, people like Sean, Josh, uh, Tony, uh, Mark Olson, uh, Luke Gibson, Ryan. Sli- These people are out there. You can call them up; they'll talk to you. You know, Dan, Dan, and I. We built our relationship on a. You know, I guess it's kind of a mentorship or whatever. Um, yeah, we're mentoring uh, each other. I saw what Dan was doing. I started calling him. And uh, as he would say, in my inbox, I don't even like that yeah, word. He wouldn't leave me alone. Uh, slide into my DM. Yeah. But, but so you find somebody that, 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 that you like, that's doing what you want to do, what you think is, 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 is the right thing to do. And you simply ask, hey, man, uh, ask that person, whatever, you know. And if you want to develop a, a, a formal mentoring, uh, mentoree relationship, uh, I think you need to say that. Number one, but two, you also have to understand that that person's time is extremely valuable. If that person is doing something that you already like and appreciate, there's a reason for it. It's probably because they're busting their freaking tail, and that's how they figured all this stuff out. And their time is valuable. So, 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 I guess the biggest thing that I would advise you to do, you know, this the question is how do you find a mentor? But once you find that mentor, respect that mentor's time. And also put forth an effort to show that you're practicing the things the mentor is teaching. You. Exactly. That's my biggest issue, man. People never want to do it. Ask, ask, want to know, want to know. And then uh, they don't do what you suggest. Yep. Then they come back and say, hey, I got a problem with this. And it's like, well, did you do this? No. No. Well, I thought we talked about that. Yeah. I get that a lot. So... Isn't it kind of ironic though? People won't change, and they're like, "I want to be like that guy." And that guy's like, "Well, look, this is what you got to do," and then they don't yeah. do it. I know, man. I know. Well, it happens to me all the time. I wake up, I wake up and tell myself, "Like, hey, man, you need to, you need to get up. You need to switch over the, um, you need to, you need to put the the the, the stuff that's in the washer into the dryer. You know, Kristen be proud of you. And then you need to go to work and come home and take that stuff out of the dryer and fold it up and put it up. And then I never do it. I tell myself stuff to do and I never do it. You know, so I don't know. I'm trying to be a trophy husband over here, and I and I, I drop the ball every day. Well, you've already lost twenty pounds. Uh, she ought to be liking that, huh? I guess, man. Look, Joshua Glover says they generally do what you suggest. Sometimes there's a three to six month lag, though. Uh, makes sense. Sure does. Yeah, because they figure it out. Damn, this is what he was, this is what he was talking about. I'm guilty of that. Yeah, me too. But sometimes it takes a while to like implement, though. Too, you know what I'm saying? Like somebody's like, "Oh, you got to do this, 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 and that," and they're like, "Well, damn, it kind of yeah. makes sense." But I'm in the middle of it right now. You know what I mean? Right. Lightspeed is one of those things. Lightspeed. Who's Josh your, has been on. 
uh, I would say Josh is one of my biggest mentors. Uh, Sean Keen is also a consultant to us. Uh, right. He's more like just a friend now, you know. Um, yeah. So I feel like I got two of the damn best in the freaking industry um, right there. But damn, I feel like I can call anybody. You know, I can pick up the phone and call Zach. I can pick up the phone and call right. Matt. I can pick up the phone and call. That's the same way I feel, man. I mean, look how I uh, I picked up the phone and called Nathan Downs and just started chatting with him. You know, exactly. I mean, I feel like. I feel like uh, Josh is my mentor and he doesn't even know it because Josh talks to you and then you talk to me about what you and Josh talk about and we bounce those ideas off each other, you know? Same with Sean, same with Matt Warner, you know, guys like that. Yeah. Good stuff, man. Um, Hey, Joseph Rivers had a question up here. I'm going to scroll back up and find that for you, Joseph. Oh, wait. Man, I missed this. Tim McCoy, was, he was talking about them cows. Tim talk about them cows again. He said the biggest <laughs> issue is with the collars is hooking it on something and getting it stuck. That, the way they grow, ah, man, that kind of makes sense. Like the collar would be too tight too soon or it would get hung up on, a, on another fence or a tree or whatever. Um, Joseph hey, Rivers. Uh, well, Joseph had a question up here that he wanted us to answer. Well, Kenny Dugan said, do, mem- do mentors have mentors? Who is Tony's mentor? Matt's mentor, Joe's. I can tell you right now, I know Matt's got mentors because <clears throat> he's told me. He's got guys that mentor him, and they're, you know, Matt's here in his business, and his mentors are here. You know, I'm here, and Matt's here, so he's my mentor. So it's almost like a ladder, like everybody's reaching down, grabbing the next guy and helping him up. You know, and those are the people you want to help, the people that are already in the system somewhere, you know? Yeah. They're not just yeah. floating on the island by themselves. Mentors are important, man. All right. So this is a, this is a live question from Joseph Rivers. Um, Joseph says, important question here. We just got our first office, our first official shop slash office. Congrats, Joseph. That's cool, man. Uh, he says, what's the one thing you would have got sooner when you got yours? Need gate operators? Need access control? Need video surveillance equipment? Southwest Automated Security is your one-stop shop. They're dedicated to being the nation's leader in service, customer relationships, and education. Click the link in the show notes to find an SAS near you. I'm thinking one of those those little machines that makes mixed drinks for you. Yeah, I remember when you got that. Um, I don't know what I would have gotten sooner. Who? Because I went all in. I just I knew what I wanted when I got my office, and I just unloaded. You know, um, there's things I still haven't done yet. But what could I have gotten sooner? I don't know how to even answer that. It's a, it's an evolving thing, you know. Like you just kind of keep building on what you got. Um, I I, t- I I'll tell you this. One thing I'm proud of, Joseph. We did it last week. We built the wall. Um, Dan, you saw it. We we took yeah. a bunch of pickets. We put them across the wall, kind of like what's behind me in a way. Um, but there's no gap between them. So we just, you know how the, the, the ship lap kind of look is. So we had some Western Red Cedar pickets. We put those on the wall and then we took a projector and we, we cast our logo onto the wall. Right. We traced out the logo and we painted it in white um, on the wall. And so now we have a wall that like we can take pictures in front of to do like team team member pictures like we have a we have a, a wall you know um and honestly man I, i'm gonna tell you i don't even lie to you i was inspired by empire fence i saw they had a, a red burgundy kind of wall um 
they had silver empire logos on it um yeah i've seen it and so look, i'm gonna try to put this in front of here anybody's watching live should be able to see this yeah i can see it kind of right so you use the projector to do that i remember you were headed to best buy to buy it yeah you returning it because you only used it once. You so I gave it. I gave it to so Owen. I gave it to Owen, and he plays with it every day. <laughs> so he does. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I wonder if he's keeping his receipt, bringing it back. Yeah. My whole living room, <laughs> our whole living room, been like rearranged into a freaking movie theater. My kids love that projector. But so so Joseph, I, I mean, just to kind of, uh, that's really not even a. I mean, it's a tangible thing, but that's probably not what you were looking for, you know. Uh, but that's one thing that I'm really excited about. Man, I, now I feel like I've got a, I've got a wall that I can sit down and and we we do a little bit of video here for our customers where we will film stuff and um, send it to them. And so now we have a wall that has our logo behind it. We also have a wall that like if we want to do a headshot or if we want to do a team photo, you know, just whatever. We have this, yeah, I place. Like that, you know what I'm saying? So and we've never really what, had that. I tell you what, man. You know, make it to where your customers can come in. That too, and make it to where. You know, you, you only get you don't get a second chance to make a first impression, yep. right? So, make it to where when a customer walks in, they're like, "Wow, okay." If these guys keep their office looking like this, and they care this much about this space, then they're going to care that much about my fence. Yeah. So. Yeah, good tax attorney. Or tells a Dan story. He says he put his bookkeeper and CPA on the on our group email as well. So, so Tim McCoy is tracking down a good tax attorney because of Dan's story. What I like about it is he does uh, he does my little minuscule attorney stuff. Yep. He does all my workman's comp general liability audits. He handles all my tax stuff. Great. Hey, uh, a little alley-oop to that, man. The other day, uh, my banker, Tim, he emailed me. and uh, That's right, badass uh, alley-oop. <laughs> So he emailed me. He says, "Hey man, uh, I don't. We don't have your twenty twenty one tax returns on file. You know. What? And ever since we did that that episode about you know get to know your banker and stuff, I've been like kind of intentional about knowing him more. You know. And he's actually told me he was moving, but he hasn't moved yet. So I'm thinking like, damn, maybe my bank stepped up and paid him money to stay. I don't know what's going on there. I don't want to even talk about it. But anyways." So he emailed me that. Hey, I need your twenty twenty one tax returns. Well, guess who doesn't. Just have a copy laying around. Guess who does not have that? I don't have that. But you know who does have that? Who? William, the CPA. There you go. So we just did our first little joint. Uh, I was like, hey, I replied all. Hey, William, Tim, Tim, William. Hey, he needs this. Can you make that happen for me? Thanks. You know what I mean? And boom, it was done. Problem solved. And the first time he sent it, the link was broken. And so Tim went to him and said, hey, man, the link's broken. Can you try this again? And they left me out of it. I said, hey, look, here's, the, here's, that, here's that side conversation that Dan was talking about. You put A and B together and let them figure it out. Yeah, just here, handle this. And they didn't need anything. He just wanted it on file for whatever reason. He might be trying to, like, I don't know what he's trying to do. But he wanted it, and so I got it to him. Hey, Dan, uh, what's the cocktail tonight? Aaron, Aaron Preston wants to know, what are you drinking? Uh, tonight I'm drinking a... Uh Woodford Reserve. I'm drinking the Kentucky Derby 148. Almost gone. The bourbon is getting slim around here. I need to make a run to the store. I've got a backup (laughs) bottle of Rabbit Hole. Okay. So uh, the Cave Hill, in case I run out of Woodford Reserve. So we we had a uh, we had an idea. This is a storyboard kind of idea. Uh, 
I thought Dan would like it, but Dan, you've not really ran with this one. Uh, maybe we just need to talk about it and see what the feedback Billy. is. So I was like, <laughs> he said, Billy. I was like, look, Dan, you should do a show. And we even made this little fancy little graphic. It was called uh, Bourbon with Dan or something, where Dan was. You, you, yeah, you tell Dan what bourbon that you like. He goes and gets it. Or you send him a bottle of bourbon and he reviews your bourbon along with. A piece of software. So Dan gets on the computer. He's he's on this software. He's on this whatever. And he's and while he's reviewing the software, he's drinking the bourbon that you told him to drink. And then at the end of the software review, he, he also gives you a review on the bourbon. So uh, what do you think about that, Dan? I don't know, man. I know you like drinking bourbon. Like that, I feel so like that's just a natural. It's going to be tough. They got an app that you can use and you can deliver bourbon locally from a local store. There we go. Sign them up. Dan, you might oh, have bourbon. Huh? If bourbon starts showing up at the fence team door, you're going to be like, bro, thank you for saying that. Yeah, so the address is 19399 Helenberg Road, Suite 208, Covington, Louisiana, 70433. Send all your favorite bourbons here. Tim McCoy is recommending Buffalo Trace. What do you think about that one? I like Buffalo, man. That's about the highest uh, grade of bourbon that I go to for a... Um, a uh, Jesus, I can't even think about it, man. An old fashioned Jesus, what's wrong with me? Yeah, wrong I don't with go any higher than a, bur- a Buffalo Trace for a uh, old fashioned. I think people are insane that take really good bourbons and make old fashions. But then again, people think I'm insane because I take really good bourbons and put them on ice. But it's just my preference. What is it? What does it mean to drink proper? Does that mean drinking no ice? Proper? Never Uh, heard that before? Meat would be without ice. Neat, neat. Maybe that's what the word. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a big neat guy. So what does it mean to drink neat? There's no ice? No ice. And no no Coke? (laughs) No nothing. I want some Coca Cola with mine, damn it. Room temperature. Yeah. And pinky out? Oh, always. Anyway, I see Pepper said uh, he'll need a driver for that show. <laughs> Sign her up. Yeah. I know somebody. Megan Duffy. Uh, getting a CRM is life-changing. Yes, it, it wouldn't is. Be for, uh, Job Nimbus. It wouldn't be for Pepper. I wouldn't have uh, a CRM, and I wouldn't have Job Nimbus and all that good stuff. She forced me to get a CRM. Very important. So... What we got next on the list, man? Hmm. How about this uh, cost per click? Yeah. Joshua? All right. Joshua's so in here. I ain't no, I ain't no expert. Yeah. This is a this is a Benji Josh uh, Sam Natello type question, but it says, "Hey, I'm curious if anyone here has a pulse on what current CPC that's cost per click." I'm curious if anyone here has a post on what current cost per click averages are for the fence industry on things like Facebook ads and Instagram. I, I truthfully have no idea. My, my gut says like $5.12, but I really have no idea. Well, if you, pull up, <clears throat> if you pull up your Facebook ads, it'll give you, hey, you got X amount of interactions, X amount of whatever URL you put up there. Um, it'll have all that for you and what your cost is. Same how do you how do you ads. do that? You know, Google dot ads or what? Um, if you're looking for Facebook and you boost the post, you can click 
insights, which is like right underneath the post, post insights. Yeah. Click it. Yeah. Start digging around. You'll see it. Um, if you're running Google ads, I just pull mine up. You go to ads.google.com. Yep. And it uh, depends on what kind of campaign you're running. <clears throat> There's different campaigns. There's search ads.google.com. Look at Benji McKinney, clever fox. That little fox him. Ooh, out fox in the competition. All right. So 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 what's what's a good cost per click? Uh, Josh, he always has that deep. Deep methodical answer it depends on yeah. what your goals are for the campaign. I'm stretching um, mine out right now. We, I'm, I don't want to say how much mine's costing because Josh might come up there and be like, "Bro, you're getting ripped off. You need to redo your set." <laughs> so I can tell you this, man. Uh, you've got to you got to put some money on it. Um, Ads that Google. I can't even get to the damn thing. Um, yeah, man. I've got like you got to spend. We we've got our cost per clicks or whatever our Google ads. We've got. Uh, I just tell you, man, we got a thousand to two thousand dollars a month budget for for that, you know. Now we used uh-huh. to, and Josh had to tell me, he's like, "Dude, what's wrong with you?" We used to like do like a three dollar a day budget, you know. He's like, "Why?" I was like, "Well, I don't really? know." How, how much are you spending? It's set up. I think it's like set up at fifteen hundred dollars max a month, okay. or something like that, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. a lot of months they don't take it all. I think, but man, I don't even know how to get into this damn thing. I need to find out. Benji, help. Yeah, I need a matter of fact. I was supposed to call Benji today and see if I'm using up all of my uh, my money that we have set, and if we are, I need to up it. But um, so here, here here's another question, man. I was watching the the Building Business by Better Business or Building Business Job Nimbus podcast the other day, and they were talking about how much should you spend on advertising. How about that, dude? That is a really good podcast and series. It is. With uh, Ben Hodson. He's the CEO yep. of uh, Job Nimbus. Yes. This guy has got a heart of a, uh, of a helper, man. He just wants to see people grow. And he's got this thing that he wants to make everyone a hero. And that yep. building business podcast, guys, I'm telling you. I like it. You can find it on YouTube or you can find the podcast. Great information. Short. They're like 15-minute little podcasts. Um. Really good stuff. I listen to them all. So they were saying, uh, they were suggesting five to ten percent of your total revenue. But then he emphasized to, for, for for clarification your 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 goal revenue, your expected revenue. How much do you want to bring in? You know. So so for an example, uh, if you're doing a million dollars a year. Five percent of a million dollars is fifty thousand dollars. So, kind of put that in perspective. Here you go, Josh. Man, I love the way he thinks. He says, "Look, it's two to three percent of your gross revenue if you're maintaining. That means if you're a, a mature company, you kind of you kind of stabilized. You're not really uh, rampant growth anymore. Two to three percent. If you are growing in, in that mode of growth, uh, which is usually." Uh, Earlier on in in the in the life cycle of a business, uh, Josh uh, says three to five percent. Now it's hard for me to imagine somebody spending ten percent of their revenue, but that's what they said on building better building business was five to ten percent. The five percent really? the five percent mark is even to me like if you think about five percent of a million dollars, that's fifty thousand dollars. How many companies do you think are, are are putting that kind of money in advertising? Uh. Not a lot. If it's a two million dollar company, yeah, Josh said, "Yeah, don't do that." 
<laughs> the conversion rate's where it's at, though. How many conversions have you had? You know? So, clicks are good. Conversions are dynamite. Right? Yeah, and Aaron Preston says, I sure do like that the Google replaced the phone book. Hey, we need to do a special episode really soon, man. Uh, to bring I don't know if that's big savings, Aaron. I got to disagree with that. I used to pay, pay a flat fee for the phone book a month, and now Google Ads can just like... Yeah, but it's a lot <laughs> It's a lot more effective, though, because before they would have to go to a fencing area or type or, or thumb through to find yeah. fence king. Now they just type in fencers near me, you know? So or you can just do display ads and as they're thumbing through, they just see your ad, which I don't recommend. But anyway, look at that. 33 conversions this month at $5.31. <laughs> that's really freaking good. I would say that's really good. Uh, yeah, that's good. Yeah, what's the uh, percentage on that conversion rate, Josh? Now we're getting all technical. And shit. I have no idea what that even means, Dan. Well, like, say he had uh, 100 clicks, um, and out of those 100 clicks, he converted 33, so that would be a 33% conversion rate, right? So, yeah, I'd like to know what that conversion rate is. He's probably not going to put it, because then it's going to give us an idea how many clicks he had and all that good stuff. He'll put it. Put it up there, Josh. I'm coming fishing. We're talking conversion rates. <laughs> oh, man. Such a freaking nerd. All right. So what else? Well, man, look, we're 53 minutes in, and I, my stomach is just bubbling. I'm 53? starving. Oh, yeah. I think okay. we just need to wrap it up. Yeah, man. I'm excited about Saturday's uh, podcast. It's going to be good. If y'all haven't listened to it yet, Ask me about my day number 13 is where I call up Nathan Downs and I'm like, hey, man, I got some issues, bro. And uh, with my business, digging into my P&Ls, we talk about some real shit. And uh, and um, we did another episode Wednesday that dropped on Dan Wheeler's show. And we did a two-part series. Dan Wheeler did half of it halfway through. We cut it off. And we're dropping the other half Saturday morning, and we get really more technical about it and what a PNL is and what to look for and yep. how to scour through it. So it was a good show, man. Absolutely, real good show. So hey, here good, we go. Here, here's our here's our classified segment for the evening before we go. Yeah. Aaron Preston looking for <laughs> a Chevy twenty five hundred eight foot bed pickup uh, somewhere in Central, Central Florida. Florida. So. If anybody's got that in that area, uh, give Aaron Preston a call. He would. <laughs> I feel like we're at a swap shop now. Yeah. What's what's that little you know radio show? Uh, where you call? Hey, what are you? What are you? Are you buying, selling, or trading? <laughs> you know, you know. Do y'all do that in Louisiana? Yeah, man. So I've got thirteen chickens. I'm trying to get rid of. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> we've got these. Um, we got the same thing, and people will put your phone number on there. Hey, you got some free chickens, and your phone will be ringing all day. People calling you. <laughs> I need your chickens. You sold them chickens yet? Oh my god! <laughs> but they're they're more country. They don't even say chickens. They're calling by their name, and their name would be oh, like yeah, a. It's a, 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 a. Oh man! It gets I got thirteen yellow 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 hens, yellow yellow herns. 
right, bro. I'm good, man. I'm ready to call it a night. You? Me too. I'm warped. Yeah, man. Y'all get ready for uh Saturday morning show. It's going to be great. That's right. Yeah. Y'all keep on fencing. All right, guys. Hey, everybody drive safe. If you need a ride, call your local Uber. Uh, don't get the UI then. See ya. Thank you for listening to the My Fence Life podcast. And a special shout out to our sponsors, Southwest Automated Security, our flagship sponsor, and your one-stop shop for gate operators, access control, and video surveillance. Expert Stain and Seal. RealGoodStain.com. Job Nimbus, the best contractor software this side of the Mississippi. Rachel with My Salesman, the lead qualifying software. No, before you go. And Benji with CleverFox.online. Helping businesses digitally outfox the competition. We invite you to leave us a review. Your five-star ratings and reviews help spread the word to others in our industry. You can connect with Dan and Cannon on Instagram and Facebook at My Fence Life. The concepts and methods discussed are just the perspective of Dan, Cannon, and their guests. We hope these ideas inspire you to go out there and crush it in your own business. I'm Mr. Producer, reminding you to click follow on your podcast app to receive notifications of future episodes of My Fence Life.